innovation is in our veins Soon the whole world will know our names Sharing our knowledge and freedom reign We here for the people, you know it's our way Setting foundations is part of the dream It doesn't matter if you're new to the game Listen up now, cause we all gon' say Ugh. Elevate, elevate, elevate Higher, elevate, elevate, elevate Higher, we gon' rise up Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, everyone. It's so great to have you all on one more time. It's your boy, Josh Dalton, and we're grateful to be back on with you yet again. We got some breaking news for y'all, but before that, make sure you like, you subscribe. We all kinds of crap going down. We are in it tonight. Dude, that was a great intro, man. Here for it. Dude, you're just like looking on PCP or something. You're like Dude, crazy. I'm on one now. <laughs> we had a little bit of sunlight that was ended early by the snow, but... <laughs> Snowstorm. <laughs> but I'm still living high on that vitamin D, sucker. Dude, I got blood work done the other day, and I naturally have zero vitamin D in my system. Wow. The the doctor was like, you should take like two a day. I she was tell. Like, oh, that's ill. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look that depressed? <laughs> Oh, shoot. That's wild, though. Yeah, man. Yeah. So take your vitamin D. Apparently, if you live in North America, that's a real thing. So stay yeah. healthy, y'all. But I see what you've got up on your phone here. And Dude. I can't stop looking at Trump's big old head on your phone. <laughs> they just announced that Trump's indictment marks a historic reckoning. A Manhattan grand jury has issued the first ever indictment of a former U.S. president. He's indicted. Officially. So now they're going to go. Uh, is there a warrant now? Is that what that means? Yep. You're going to go try and round him up. What if he's not in the country right now? Do you think he's that smart? I'm curious. I think like how do you arrest if, a president? If I'm if I'm smart, if I'm Trump, I let, I make sure I call my homies up. You bring all the cameras over to my house, and you film every bit of them taking me out in cuffs. Because mm. that's gonna be my campaign uh, information for the. I wonder bit. if Trump ever thought he'd be arrested. That's a good question. Or uh, arrested after being president? <laughs> Did he ever think he'd be president? I wonder. That's a good question. I cannot believe it. So that's the first president ever to be arrested. Is that what that means? Yep. Wow. Or at least have an indictment against yeah, him. Yeah, right. Like at least attempt to be arrested. Yeah. This is like the first time we've ever got breaking news on the show. Yep. Every time. It's when we're on the drive home. Yep. We, we totally <laughs> right miss when we're it. done. So this is a win for us. Man. Yeah, we can turn the show off now. Yeah. <laughs> This is the third episode. This is why we keep the notifications on right here. Especially yeah. don't. But it's it's pretty nuts. I'm curious what's going to go on for first with this. Not a huge fan of it, as the country in America, as well as it per, permeates up here in Canada. Just mm. the, this continues to grow the division, and now that mm-hmm. it's on the table, now you can arrest former presidents. You best know that as soon as Joe Biden's done, they're going to go after him. Yep, and you know. I hope it does trickle into Canada because I think there's a prime minister here who should have a conversation with the law. <laughs> Dude, there was um, uh, a, a phone call recording released today regarding the SNC-Lavalin stuff. Did you see that? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a look here and see if I can send it by email. Um, and Because it, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Um, but I uh, let me get here. What's wrong? Was that the government tapping into us? Dude, that is that literally is. Um Yeah, so basically there was a phone call between um what would you say like mm, it's I can't remember her name. Anyway, I I'll, I'll send it after the show cuz I don't want to take up too much time on the air. We can just include it if we want after the fact. It doesn't have to be part of the show. But it uh is basically um 
Trump's <laughs> Trudeau's advisor, um, speaking with the um, the sen like what you call it, the senator. Is that what it is in Canada? Uh, or like MP? I guess is the name uh, of what? Uh, so it was during the SNC Lavalin stuff. I should have saved it, but um, basically yeah, ethics commissioner. Yes, that's oh. right. That's right. the word there. And he was basically putting pressure on her to. Um, listen to what Trudeau was saying because he was going to hire again, like with this Chinese stuff, his own rapporteur or his own counsel for advice and that he would force this person to give her advice. So that way they came to the same conclusion and she's on the phone call saying, I don't feel comfortable with this conversation. What you're saying, you know, is you're putting political pressure on me, things like that. And um, it just was interesting to see something about SNC Lavalin today when I'm like, that's coming back now with now voice phone call recordings and you've got all this Chinese meddling stuff and you've got election interference and you've got, um, you know, Joe Biden in, in Canadian parliament slipping up and saying China and I go, what were they talking about before that, that China was so in his memory? I'm like, they're obviously talking about it. Like Trudeau knows it's going on. Right. And so it just makes you think like, what is this prime minister up to like it's got to just be at this point about it has to be about control it cannot be about what's good for us no it can't, it can't be i mean like we'll go back to the iqe stuff right like, oh fine. yeah i did some follow-up on that yeah okay and it this is, was the website um where all, all those videos were for the chinese new year right exactly yeah so yeah like we ended up pretty much everything we said in the air was pretty spot on okay um they are a privately owned company that has mm -hmm but the Chinese government has a significant influence over what appears on the platform. Fair. And so that's kind of where... Which is not abnormal <laughs> in China. There's no. plenty of private corporations with, that are influenced, I'd say. Kind of how it works there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If the government comes in over there and just wants to take some of your profit, they can do that. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that's kind of what IQE is. And so it is completely and utterly a propaganda machine for China. Mm. And... It is a media platform that can be accessed by Chinese citizens abroad in other countries. And our Canadian parliament members decided to appear on it. Yeah, decided to do their own other content creators now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it still throws, throws me off when Trudeau comes on screen and starts spicing up some Mandarin. And I was like, mm, cool. That's I know. Weird. It was weird. It was weird. So you say IQI Clarity was, so we pretty much, we pretty much got everything yeah. correct about it because we're kind of going on the fly there yeah. at that time. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know what business they had on that website. <laughs> and we'll get into it all. Like, cause we will be t talking today about our Canadian budget that came out. Yeah. Oh dude. Which was interesting. And then from there, that's just going to go into descend into what is permeating throughout international politics and what that means for us at home. Mm what that means abroad and what you can do at home to yeah try to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we'll get into it. Let's do it. So first off, TikTok knows what I want. Okay. They, you know, you, they, I mean, true. you know the bad friends podcast. You're a fan of those guys. Yeah. Uh, so they popped up my TikTok. Okay. Reacting to a video that I couldn't believe was real. Okay. It's an older video. And so it's, it trended for a bit. I missed the trend. So those who have heard it before, you can laugh again. Okay. To those who haven't, well, buckle up. Okay. Listen to this. Okay. I shut my Murphy bed, sat down to scratch my head. What could this day bring? This is a woman. It could be out of anything. California. I get the Selling Murphy beds. Call. I got 
and listen to her voice change coming up. Oh yeah. You know what? Maybe I too could be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to chop, 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 chow down. Take chow down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. (laughs) So that's that. Um, That was interesting. Was this live? Because she's doing it in front of an Asian woman. Yeah, that's the best part is zoom being able to zoom in on this woman's face throughout this. If we jump to, I think it was a minute 40, uh, whatever said in the notes. That's where, yeah, right there. It just, just watch. Is it like a Jim Halbert zoom in from like the office kind of thing? Sort of. Okay. Wait for it. I do karate moves with the go-go moves. I learn by ninja kicks while watching Netflix. I try to everything like on the big screen. Guys, you know what? I might do it. I there might be a go. ninja soon. I gonna be ninja. I gonna be ninja. I gonna chop, 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 chow down. Take chow down to Chinatown. I gonna be ninja. I practice. Why did she do it in her face? So she goes up to this Asian woman, the only Asian person there, goes up in her face. Mind you, the I'm only one in the room not laughing chow also. Chow down. <laughs> okay, go down to Chinatown. <laughs> like, what? This was a marketing commercial for Murphy Beds. Yep. No, it wasn't a commercial. It was like she was having kind of like a launch party for these Murphy Beds. Oh, she's selling. Yeah, she's the seller for it. She's the person selling oh, it. And she had all these people over. This and- is like before people started making like beauty brands. Yeah. They were making Murphy Beds. Yeah, uh, this was just in 2020. No. 2021. Yeah, this was two years ago. She released this. Oh, no. It's recent? Oh, it's very recent. And not that it makes it much better. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. Like, she's... It popped so much. Obviously, she has close to 2 million views on this thing. <laughs> she's gone on to create a whole movie about it. She's created a music video off this thing. And she, I watched an eight-minute video of her last night talking about how she made the song. And she was dead serious, thinking it was the best thing ever. I was like, wow. This girl, I mean, I wish I could have her confidence. Wild. <laughs> Going dude. right into an dude. Asian person's face and saying they're going to chop chow down in Chinatown. And like did karate chops in her face. <laughs> yeah. And she's just there straight face. She looks like she hates her life. <laughs> she looks miserable. <laughs> yeah, rightly so. <laughs> I was like, what? Dude, I hope she sold the ton of Murphy beds. Because um, <laughs> she's never going to be employed again. <laughs> so hopefully her business takes off. I think the wild part is I came across a video where she was welcomed onto some type of Chinese award show to sing that song. Oh, they love her. Oh, she's like an icon? She's an icon, apparently. Oh. The best part about this song is ninjas are not Chinese. They're Japanese. Yeah, and, and even she, the, she said Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. she said right in Chinatown, dog. Nice. Nice. And the thing I got to cr- give credit to her for is she never turned off the comments on this video. Oh, she's got conviction. Oh, yeah. She's also released a mobile game. <laughs> It said it right there in the comments. Is that what it said? Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. I want to be Ninja. Game now released on Google Play. Apple iPhone coming soon. (laughs) 
Go a for genius her. like this comes along maybe once and twice in a generation. <laughs> <laughs> Dope comment. I love how her singing was completely normal until she said ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Take a moment to thank the cameraman for keeping the only Asian person in the room in frame during 98% of the video. <laughs> what is going on? This literally made my night. I came across this because watching, <laughs> I forgot his name, but the white guy and old bad friends introduced it to Bobby Lee. Hilarious. Oh, I love Bobby Lee. He's so funny. I mean, we talked about him last episode. Dude, comical. He's comical. Dude, actually, because... I'm really interested. Let's just pop up the bad, the first three minutes of Bad Friends. Let's with, do it. Uh, I want to be ninja. <laughs> ninja. Ninja. One of the comments looks said she really got in that Asian's face and spit a whole bar. <laughs> Friends. Let me play this for you. Let me tell what you. What is this white lady this, doing? This is, this, is, this, is, this is a throwback I posted again because um, timing-wise, it's pretty great. But uh, Who is this lady, though? You know what? Maybe I, too, could be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to jump, 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 chow down, take chow down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. <laughs> I started training hard. I think I could go far. I am a natural. That's matter factual. I learned to chop your heart. I fight with credit card. I use my numb chops even while feeding ducks. Will you stop it? Look at this. Look at this Asian lady uh, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, very yeah. front. Uh, uh, first of all, this is a, this video came out a long time ago, but I saw it again. In my, I was deleting okay, I, stuff. I, I, yeah, I want to let you. Let Let's you just know. hear the chorus again. Oh, no, please don't turn. It's gonna put me in a worse. With the I learned by ninja kicks while watching Netflix. I try to everything like on the big screen. And you guys, you know what? what? I might do. I might be a ninja soon. I gonna be ninja. <laughs> this Asian lady, how is she standing there through this? There's four minutes of this. All right, first of all, if I was that Asian lady. <laughs> I gonna be ninja. Turn it off. Turn it off. Okay, it's off. All right. If I was that Asian lady, I'd already. I gonna chop, 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 chow down, take chow down to Chinatown. I gonna be ninja. It makes me so. It makes me it's so. It's like angry. the rudest shit I've ever heard yeah, in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going through my folders on my old on my phone. Because she doesn't realize how difficult. <laughs> it's so rude. How difficult it is to be a ninja. <laughs> uh, that, you cannot offend him. No, you cannot. <laughs> Even uh, though that should have, <laughs> yeah, you had every right to be offended. Really should have. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. Um. What's her name? Go Go Girl. Is that her name? The, uh, someone Murphy Go Girl. Oh, Jennifer Murphy. Then Jennifer it? Murphy Go Girl is her YouTube channel. So you can be one of the one point nine million viewers. Million people. So uh, enjoy that, and I hope you were able to get a laugh this morning or whenever you're listening to this. Cause <laughs> Because this, uh, the rest of this episode is about to get a little sad. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, twenty twenty-one. Oh, twenty-one. No, I was right. Let's go. Huh. So she did that. She did that recently. <laughs> she did that post BLM riots. Post George Floyd. Yeah, she did that at a time where post. everyone knows it's wrong now to be racist. <laughs> like, if you didn't already know, you know. And then she just came out and dropped this. She just dropped, you know, 
her her hot number one single. Hundred percent. Yeah, and everyone loves it apparently. I'm gonna follow her on Spotify. Yeah, dude, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, man. I will. Uh, you know, I reckon real recognizes real. You know, true. Elevate podcast bumps Jennifer <laughs> Murphy selling her Murphy beds, <laughs> dude. What? How, th- th- it reminds me. There's this commercial for this man who owns a mattress store, mm-hmm. and he like goes through like sings a song to promote a store and he sings it as every ethnicity under the sun like he just every every ethnicity he dresses up like them he tries to talk like them to promote his but it was from like 2005 okay yeah yeah which i i love that that's our reaction i'm like oh yeah everyone was racist it was cool it was hip to be racist in 2005 (laughs) (laughs) but 2021 I mean, I honestly give her credit for being that gutty. Okay, let's see. If you're trying to find it, search like racist mattress advertisement, maybe. I think I, I think that's like, let's see. Bobby Mom? <laughs> Dude, I can't even say it. This guy! <laughs> Gary's mattress commercial! This is even worse than the other. I'm Gary, at the one and only Gary's Mattress, now with locations in Koreatown and Little Tokyo. We are karate chopping up prices, I just Just for you! Even we would buy it. (laughs) At Gary's Mattress, we're blowing up prices! Oh my gosh! Man on horse, bring good! For treatment at Gary's Mattress, I'd be very surprised. We're scalping prices. If you find a mattress at a better price, I'll kick a puppy and punch a kitten just for you. That man really in offended. Van Nuys, California. <laughs> he went after every group under in the sun. Van, even the pet that, owners. <laughs> he, <laughs> the pet he even went after the dogs and cats. <laughs> Yeah, man, Van Nuys, California is a real business. Wild. It's like Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. Do you remember that vine? I feel you? Like you? The, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These commercials were so unhinged. Dude, those are the good old days, weren't they? It, it's like this. <laughs> it's like this. Yeah, Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. There is, man. I'm... There is. Oh, gosh. Someone made a trap remix. <laughs> These like tickle a part of my brain because it's like I was a kid, so like these remind me of having no responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, such simpler times 13 years ago, man. This is what people were putting on YouTube 13 years ago. It's only already been 13 years, 2010. Dude, do you want to know what? Oh, there was some jarring statistic the other day. Friday by Rebecca Black came out 12 years ago. I was in grade six. I'm going to depart now. Grade six, brother. I wasn't even in junior high. You were in grade six when that came out? Yeah. Gee. <laughs> you were, what, were you graduating university? No, I was first year, uni- first year university at that point. <laughs> Holy smokes. Dang. 12 years ago, dog. Wow. That is insane. That is insane. Everyone was like still better than Unholy by Sam Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Holy smokes. Well, on that note, let's talk about our Canadian budget. Yeah, this was, you know what? This is a lighthearted intro. If the rest of the episode's depressing, just replay the first, uh, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. Just keep replaying. That was 20 minutes, man. 
Well, and uh, <laughs> see how you can chop down some of those prices in Chinatown, you know? So, yeah, so we have the overview of the budget that just released. And honestly, this thing <laughs> is absolute hot garbage on fire. Yeah. Yeah, if you're uh, poor middle class right now, you're staying there. <laughs> <laughs> Because this does nothing for you. They're like, oh, you want some money for groceries? Maybe. <laughs> Only if you're poor enough. <laughs> like, that's what they're saying, man. That's I don't true. make the rules. Trudeau does. <laughs> We're just following them. Yeah, shout out Christian Freeland on this one. Eh? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's like, I mean, we have like a whole, you can go, like, so just kind of keep scrolling and getting kind of an overview of what this all has. You can go to the website. That's what mm. we're looking at right now. And go through each aspect but every time I, I opened up one of these sections, I just wasn't seeing, it was a lot of, I mean, I, get, I know it's just a report, but mm-hmm. there just really wasn't a lot of like concrete things that I can really like, oh, okay, we're, we're going to do that. That's awesome. The, the real numbers I saw was, what was it? $2.45 billion going to Ukraine yet again. Dude, if that doesn't make anyone listening sick to their stomach, I, I I don't know I don't know what else will. We cannot afford grocery. There are too many numbers here that say billion. There was not one line item in this report that said million. Thirty three and a half billion for investing in public transit, green infrastructure, community culture, recreation infrastructure, rural and northern communities, all of which I think are wildly important. But we cannot afford groceries. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Eight billion for net zero accelerator to make large scale investments in clean technologies. But I guess we'll starve. Yeah. You know. Three point eight billion for critical mineral strategies, which will help Canada will help make Canada a global supplier of choice for critical minerals that are the bedrock of clean and digital technologies. But no one can pay rent. <laughs> no one can afford to buy a home. And like and there's no checks or balances for where this money's actually going, who's gonna get it. Oh yeah, no. Of course no. not. Of course. So it's like yeah, we're going to do these things. And then when push comes to shove, it'll be a company that's owned by some of our friends that could maybe not even exist yet, seeing as Christy Freeland has experience in investing in companies that don't exist. Yeah. So all these are great. Yeah, you're going to do so much. That's great. Everything on here, I am kind of okay with. This is healthcare, which I think is, is kind of important. Yep. Our, our country does need healthcare. Mm-hmm. I just can't get down with the whole green thing right now. Like, to take care of the, why would we start investing in green when there are are, are Canadians on the street? Like, let's get everyone in a home with food and then we can like work to get better. Let's build a baseline. Yeah. My whole thing with the Canada dental benefit is wild. Children under 12, which has already helped more than 240,000 children receive the dental care they need. Do you think that's a good thing? I thought dental care was free if you were a kid anyway. I could be wrong. I actually don't know. Me either. Um, all I know is like, like yeah, I understand on the surface it does help people. Problem I have with it is this, I believe, is relatively new. Mm. And it's just, again, we keep forking out money. Oh, yeah. If anyone on the show has taken a message from us in the last six months, it's that we've been talking highly about inflation and inflationary spending. Yep. This is inflationary spending. So every time you log into your CRA My Account and there's a new benefit available to you, that is printed money. You are living on borrowed money, which needs to be paid back, or else the economy collapses. You know, so we're forking out all these things, 
and yeah, like of course, dental work is important. I, I, I certainly cannot de- deny that, but at what cost, right? Actually, I'm really curious right now, Philip. Could you just type in say like 2012 Canadian federal budget? Well, that was under Harper. Yeah, just I want to get something that's not under Trudeau, just to get oh, some context. Because right. right, right, right. there's a point I want to make. And I want to make sure it's an accurate point. Bruh, look how it used to look. Yeah. Gee. All right, scroll on down and see if they give us the, the points here. It's already way longer than the other one. Yeah, it's very detailed. It's already way more in depth. So I'm curious. Let's just hit, like, Chapter 4, so social programs. Okay, so we were talking some, some big money. $38 billion per year in benefits. Yeah, yeah, okay. Either way, so that makes sense. I'm not as aggravated about it, but it just, like, there, as you said, there was a lot of bees, a lot of bees in this past budget, a lot of billions. And I just didn't remember us talking so cavalierly about billions of dollars in the past. Right. That's a, that is a great point. And I think two, I think there's two rebuttals to that, which is, I think one, I don't think we did. I think, you know, 12 years ago, a billion over a billion dollars for anything in Canada was like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think obviously don't quote me on that. I think the reason why it's so jarring to me right now is it just comes at a time where when people cannot afford $100 worth of groceries, seeing $8 billion go to green energy doesn't matter. That's a slap in the face because, okay, the person who doesn't have money for groceries Let's say they're super stoked that Canada's going green. They're they've got the green thumb. They're 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 all in on green. They think it's the next best thing, regardless of of anything we could say to rebuttal green energy. What does it matter if they can't afford a car, or can't afford a home? <laughs> what I just don't understand. Like it means nothing if people are homeless. At the end of the day, I think it means nothing if they're until every single Canadian is in a home. Housing, healthcare should be number one. Number one, I understand there's certain programs that need to continue and need a, a minimum amount to keep it running. So drop every other line item to a minimum. That yeah. That's not the top priority, which I think is housing and healthcare right now. Drop everything to a minimum, that the minimal viable standard that will just keep it operating. No extra money. Put the rest right into what's important. Certainly don't be handing out bonuses and raises to MPs with Trudeau at the top getting, I think it was uh, up to 15 some odd thousand, I think, or something like that. Um, he he got like double what the MPs get. Oh, in terms of bonuses? Yeah. He oh, gets wow. like double at the top. MPs, because it's all, every MP gets the same. It doesn't matter right. like what party you're in. Just you get, MPs get paid what MPs get. They don't need bonuses right now. That's the fourth bonus they've took since March 2020. Isn't that nuts? In the middle of COVID, when everyone's broke, housing's expensive, can't afford groceries, they've taken four. They've taken four raises. Uh, how can you continue to support that? I mean, it's like it just seems like such an out of touch approach. It's really, it's really upsetting when yeah, there's people who literally have nowhere to go. So it's like you're now making out close to 200 grand. Like Trudeau makes. Almost four hundred thousand dollars a year. That's on paper, uh, right? He's also wealthy in his own personal life. You hate landlords so much. I bet he owns a fair amount of real estate. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, that was the thing that really. This is kind of like 
the thing I did appreciate was this hour's 20, 20 minutes with their whole thing with Trudeau. Oh, recently. that was very intense. That was a very interesting video. Yeah. Uh, and that was the stuff that I really feel like we need right now as a country, believe it or not. When we can, so anyone who doesn't know what I'm referring to, uh, this hour, 20, 20 minutes, did a whole segment with Trudeau where uh, Critch did uh, a snowboard day with Trudeau, and mm-hmm. Trudeau was teaching him how to snowboard. Yep. And Critch lit him up, made jokes about Fidel Castro, mm-hmm. made jokes about his connections to China. And that's what I'm talking about. Is the, That's what we need as a country is seeing someone just like throw egg on his face. Cause that's the only, that's a little bit of sanity people need right now of like, everyone feels like he's untouchable. He can do no wrong. He can slip out of anything he wants. He has incredibly, an incredible amount of allegations against him, proven allegations, uh, ethics violations. He's the most corrupt prime minister we've ever had in our history. And he just keeps getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with this. And that's the thing is he, he won't like it will, it will, everything will come to an end. I mean, it has to. But in the meantime, it's nice to see a member of the public because, I mean, that, sure, he's a celebrity on TV, but he's just, at the end of the day, another person. He's not in politics. Say all the things to his face that we all know to be true. And then throw it over like a joke. But when Trudeau goes home that night, he's going to say, oh, all that's on TV. And he just said that to me. And that means he knows who else. Like, and It was great. It was great to see. Yeah. It was really great to see. It was good. I was considering it was a CBC production. I was very surprised. That blew my mind when you said, "Look, you sent it to me." You said, "This hour twenty minutes had Justin Trudeau on," and I thought, "Oh yeah, here we go. They're going to pedal, whatever." And then it got real, and I thought, "How did this make it through the CBC editing room? How did this make it through? How did the liberals pass off on that?" Like, I'm sure, like, I'm sure a part of it was like, "Well, you know, he's really having a hard time right now in the polls, so maybe this will make him look more." He- Human, human and approachable and it did to like his supporters like oh this is awesome they just took those things on the chin he's so brave and i'm like uh whatever but it's still good to see someone dunk on him a little bit yeah it was definitely needed oh 100 percent so but uh, that being the case yeah with inflationary spendings you said things are going through the roof banks collapsing mm-hmm. we're still going to keep sending money out of the country we're not really fully investing in our country. Ridiculous. As you said people can't afford groceries. People can't afford to put gas in their car. Can't afford an electric car. Can't afford rent. Things are tough. <laughs> and right now, if you are... Oh, oh there you go. Oh, 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 oh my oh, God. Oh, Philip coming in clutch. In case you are broke, there's $500 on the table for you to pay a quarter of your rent in downtown Halifax for one month. Wow, a tax-free payment of five hundred dollars to help low-income people who are struggling. Thank God it's tax-free, man. The tax on the is that like a bucks, one-time payment, or is that a monthly oh, no, payment? It's one time, bro. Oh, nice. Just like a one-time. And you know what else is stupid? I'm gonna. We're gonna talk about this right now as well. Oh, he's uh, exposing them. I filed my income taxes as one does. Mm. And how'd that feel? Uh never great, but I typically get a refund. Um. And so I get the email about it being filed, da-da-da-da-da. Um, let's look at it here. This is the the automatic generated thing from the uh, government. So it's um, it tells you, like, your breakdown of, of what you filed, what you got, any credits, things like that, right? Like the typical things you would expect. So talk about money, like, being handed out. 
now, right now there is a, uh, if you can't afford groceries, there's a two time payment available that you can apply for that's under 200 bucks each. So in total, it's under $400 for the year to go and buy groceries, which is great. And, and on my tax return, it says I will receive a climate action incentive payment of $613 and 80 cents payable in three equal quarterly installments of 24.60 in 2023 and into 2024. So they're giving me money for some climate thing. That's that is again, printed money That's for, it. and the, there's a part of me where it's like, of course I'll t- I want the money. Obviously, I, I want my fair share back from the government, but my taxes were already filed. I was already good. I didn't owe money, so I'm like, as long as I don't owe, I'm good. That's my only concern. You make the grocery benefit less than four hundred bucks, but you're going to give me six hundred dollars for climate. Yeah, that what? That's in response to the carbon tax. That's the whole thing we talked about weeks ago. Bruh. When like, yeah, we're going to give it back to you. This this is it. So the only reason I got that then, I'm assuming, would be is because I have home office expenses on my income tax that includes, like, heat and electricity and things like that. So is that the only reason that would be on there? Like, why else would I have got that? Uh, they're essentially, they're looking to give it back to people um, who are, i trying to remember the specifics of the deal, but the whole goal was, like, yeah, they'll tax you up front and then they'll redistribute it later, essentially, was what was going to happen. I feel like I got too much. I feel like that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, six hundred bucks for, so for for what? Yeah, it's uh because you you're paying tax your property taxes, so you're getting taxed on climate. Oh. You have that climate thing there. Everything has a climate tax now, right? And so this is you're getting some of that money back is what's happening. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's it, stupid. It's so stupid. You got a five hundred dollar rent top up and a four, less than four hundred dollar grocery top up, and I got almost seven hundred bucks for climate, which. I shouldn't have been charged anyway. <laughs> and so then they're going to invest 33 billion some odd dollars into green Canada to make sure I don't get 700 bucks back a year, but they're going to spend 33 billion to make that happen. It's insane. Oh. And people still cannot afford to eat and pay the rent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you have a bunch of kindergartners running the, the, the country, that's what you get. Right. So I couldn't believe that. I thought, what is this money for? It's like made up. It's like imaginary. It is at this point. I was like, well, uh, great. And they're going to pay it. And they're not going to give it to me at once. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do with it all at once. They're just getting us ready for the CBDCs and that's how it works. Right. So you think oh. that's insane that you just said that because that is likely the case, isn't it? I don't uh, tax so. refunds. I bet that is such a, Dude, I bet one year we will file our taxes, and if you owe, they'll say... You're cleared. You're cleared to sign up for digital banking, or you get a refund, we'll double it if you sign up for CBDC. We'll, we'll, they're going to shove out money to get people to sign up. Oh, that's going to be a, a ridiculous incentive. I'm keeping an eye out for it. Yikes. Yeah, I'll take it, but... <laughs> I won't put any other money in it. <laughs> I'll take what you give me, and that's yeah, I'll take it. the free money, and then I'll somehow convert it. Because I'm assuming you can still be able to convert it, right? Or no? If well, no, then <laughs> well, that's the thing is like that's those are the rules that they would put under CBDC is like it, they've already put in rules where you can't or make it really hard to buy Bitcoin. You know, and they all you you saw even in Ontario they introduced legislation uh-huh. where it's like, all right, you can't buy any more than X amount of Bitcoin. You can't yeah. buy any more than X amount of XRP. Yeah. This is where it's all going. Is eventually, it's just like, you just can't buy those things at all because we're protecting you. 
you know, those are not very, those assets are crazy. That's a roller coaster ride. You're going to lose your money. Just kind of like what it's like to put your money in American bank. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Same thing. But they don't want to talk about that. So. Dude, that's why they want to delete TikTok. Because the truth spreads like wildfire on an app like I, that. I've been seeing a lot of people put that out there. I was like, oh, we'll see, I guess. I mean, it's, it, it's interesting. Like now more than ever, they're pushing to ban TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. Or at least they're talking about it's happening in the United States potentially. And I'm like, mm, this is how we find out a lot of information. Because if you go right now on TikTok, for example, this is one thing that I noticed. If you go on TikTok and search France, Everything is about how the city's on fire, protests, like, it's like, it's bad there. And because they don't have to listen to the government. You go on Instagram and search France, and it's like, beautiful dates, like, nice things, hockey, soccer players, like, all these people, no fire there. Right. You know? So, I want, like, does Instagram cohort with these people to say, we won't show that when you search for France? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I know the big issue people have and the reason why TikTok is on under siege is because we've talked about it before where they will feed our people just very inflammatory stuff mm. and it just makes us dumber, gets us fighting each other. Yes. It is like, it is kind of being used as a weapon to like supersede this, the, the West. Right. In some regard. Yeah. Um, and so I understand why they're trying to go after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the people that are trying to go after it. I wonder about their intentions. Right. Right. But I, I do personally see it as a net positive to probably bring TikTok down. Oh, me too. I've, I've outright said I think TikTok is, does more bad than good. Yeah. But I just, I guess I should be clear in my statement in that I'm now questioning the why. Where right. three months ago I would have said, well, it's because they think it's, it's infiltrating the West. But now I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's because too much gets out too quick on TikTok. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Permanently eliminating interest on Canadian student loans and ensuring borrowers don't need to make payments on their loans until they earn at least 40000 per year. And that's only on federal loans, of course, as a federal budget. You still owe interest on provincial loans because you get both. Yeah. And this is the last line. Fighting climate change while making life more affordable with a federal price on pollution that puts more money back in the pockets of eight out of every ten Canadians in the provinces where it applies. What does that even mean? Communism. Like, what's that even mean, <laughs> dog? What the heck? Know, what does that even mean? There's like it's just so vague and so annoying. What do you mean put a price on pollution so I drive my car too much? Is that what that means? Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Brother. And they're putting money back in your pocket. So they're going to take it from my pocket to put it back in my pocket? That's how that works. But it won't go into my pocket if I continue to drive a gas car at some point, right? That'll be the gay. At some point, they'll take it away from you. Right. That's how it works. They'll keep the taxes on. Kind of like how, for goodness, this is a local issue, but it ticked me off anyways. Well, let's talk about it. They're bringing paid parking on Saturdays down downtown Halifax now. It's official. It passed. And the argument, I understand to a degree the argument. I still think it's stupid because it's, they're using it as a scapegoat. There's like, it's going to encourage more business to come down to small businesses in downtown Halifax because it encourages turnover on the parking spaces. Not me. I'll just take the ticket, dog. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> you just want more money coming in. All the areas that our government's just t- continuing to steal from us. It's, it's beyond annoying and frustrating. You take money off my income. You tax me on any goods I want. You tax me for the property I live on. You tax me for driving my car. You t- anything 
they can get their hands on, they'll they'll tax. They'll, they'll throw a tax on, or not. They they'll charge you for parking downtown. They'll like any way that these governments can find money, they'll 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 nick you nickel and dime you until they get it from you. Oh yeah, and you know we've got um, Halifax, which yeah, there's Halifax proper, but HRM goes all the way to Enfield. So do you say to those people? who maybe have a bunch of errands to run in downtown Halifax, what, go to Bears Lake where it's free to park or just don't come to downtown Halifax because you have to pay to park? Like, what if they can't afford to pay to park and they have to go to the passport office, God forbid, and wait 13 and a half hours to meet someone who hates their life and is the rudest person they could have found to sit behind that desk and stamp papers all day? I mean, is the passport office even open on weekends? Mm, I think you can get rush appointments. Isn't that a thing now because of how backlog they are? No idea. But even still, let's talk about the passport office. Let's talk about that right now, man, because how is it still that there's such a backlog of passports? They just reopened um, Nexus cards right. for the first time since COVID. They're, they're doing that now. Like, uh, where does all this money go? Where do all these tax, where, where do all our taxes go? It goes to green energy. Like, we're spending billions of dollars on this, but not to hire more agents so the people working at the office aren't so run down that they're like Miserable. shells of the humans they once were before they were like overtaken by the swarm of people trying to get a passport. I had a family member go to get a passport and there used to be like eight desks, like eight kiosks, like you're at a bank and there was three people working. Brutal. So what? want to hire five more. <laughs> What, yeah. like we were, why? Apparently, his money's not real. So yeah, and like that's where it comes down to, like you know, the point I'm making. Like, if money isn't real, and we're just printing it out of nowhere, so we can send it to random places in the world, and then give out random handouts. Why am I paying taxes? Yeah, why not just print a bunch to make everyone in Canada good then? Yeah, like I apparently you don't need my money, so you just make your own. Yeah, do it. Yeah, why are there still homeless people? Yeah, why is there? Yeah, why? You just print money. Just print money and give it to them. Yeah. Easy. Pay for the social services. Yeah. Why not? Cover them. Cover them. Make them free. What's the big deal? That's right. So it's like if money can be if money can be created and sent to Ukraine like that, why can't it stay in the country that quick? Why can it only be so generated so quickly when it's going overseas? Yeah. What the heck? Gee. It makes no sense. Oh, it, it's almost like they they care about inflation to some degree, almost. Oh man, just print more money. Just print more. Yeah, man. That's how it works. That's what Jake said. Total federal aid available to full time student based on financial. Book <laughs> of twenty twenty. Yep. Awesome fan segment time. We were here just to get this. Want to get one question out and answer it because I think it was a great question on our TD introduces digital ID TikTok. And it says, can someone please explain this like I'm eight? I've seen so many videos and I'm confused as to why it's such a big deal with in terms of TD introducing digital ID. Mm. And the way I want to answer it is when you look at the agreement, it's not a big deal. It seems like it's not a big deal um, because a lot of it is not really much different from how they operate now. Yeah. Aside from a couple wording that yeah. makes uncomfortable and the wording that was used is digital ID. Reason why that's uncomfortable yeah, hide it. is because right now we're kind of out of influx. You've probably heard on the news um, of all of these banks failing. 
And mm. what's going on is all the, our, what we use as currency, the Canadian dollar is falling in terms of value. Yeah. And we, we've been seeing from an organization that like is kind of put themselves out as wanting to kind of help run multiple countries in the West. They wanted to bring in digital ID. They're called the World Economic Forum. You can find this on their website of what they kind of their plans are by 2030. Yeah. And this digital ID is starting to kind of make its way into our banking systems. And we've been told to kind of keep an eye out for it. And this is what kind of war, why people are freaking out. It's like, well, the agreement doesn't really seem much different, but people are freaking out over this term digital ID. Right. And how it would usher in a new currency, a new digital currency called the CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. Right. And the problem that people have with that is it's programmable money. And a government can kind of dictate and program into this money where you spend it, how you spend it, how much you can save. They can actually tell you at any point that you have to sit, that you have to spend X amount of your savings by X date or you're going to have your money expire. Yeah. These are the things that are attributes of digital currency, of digital money, and that are tied to a digital identity. The reason why this is starting to have a bit of credence is because Verify.me is now owned by Interact Corporation. Interact Corporation has shown to be a partner of the World Economic Forum, and they've talked about on their website how they're bringing a digital ID in. Verify.me is a product that you're going to put all your information into, your SIN number, your banking info, um, your information, and you will not have to sign in directly with a bank anymore. You will just have this program, and this is going to be your key to sign into any bank that you're banking with. They'll have access to your information. It's your digital identity. Again, it's the reason why people are freaking out is because it comes across as a form of control, and there are some valid problems to it. So I hope that answers your question. But do you have anything you want to add to that? Honestly, I think that covered it. It, it great. I think the one thing I want to add is like at present, you can log in, for example, to the CRI website through what they call a sign-in partner, which is any Canadian bank. Yeah. That will likely transition to be a verified.me login, which will then, of course, link with your CRA, which really at that point ties off the digital ID at a, at a, at a federal level. So that's when that happens. It's a that's when it's I think really game time. Mm-hmm. Great point. Yeah, absolutely. And Philip, did you have something you wanted us to add in? Not really. I mean, there's some funny comments that some respond, but no, no particular questions. But unless you guys want to touch on any of these, well, shout out Marshall saying that we're we're based as AF. Oh yeah, man. He said his pronouns are real stoic and sigma. He's <laughs> <laughs> an icon. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, we really wanted to make sure we answered that specific yeah. question from our Tech Talk. Because it is coming. Yeah. So good to good to be informed. Exactly. And to those who are on our Tech Talk who are added, it's like, well, so you guys are just fear-mongering. Fear-mongering, freak, freaking people out. They're, nothing's coming. Nothing's changed. I'm like, well, well. that's You have to look at nuances, and we tend to not like that in our society these days. So. Yeah, the, it's the, the sauce is in the verbiage. So it all comes back to our next point here is the U.S. dollar is absolutely tanking. Along with the Canadian dollar, for good, for good measure. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yep. Why is this? Like the nice part is those who uh, have been diversifying, getting out of the old system. You're looking nice right now. Bitcoin's Bro. going up. Mm-hmm. 
the going was going nice up. XRP popped. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was at 50 cents for the longest time. Popped at 72 cents. Mm. You know, I'll be liking that. Mm-hmm. Crypto's looking good. It's only because, and the question that people ask is like, okay, is Bitcoin all of a sudden becoming more valuable and people seeing the value in it? Or is the dollar just doing that bad and tanking? It's almost like Bitcoin shorted the dollar. Yeah. It's kind of like, <laughs> that's literally what I did. Yeah. I took money out of I took a loan against the, I, I, I shorted the dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I took a bunch of money out on a line of credit and put it in Bitcoin. And it's looking nice right yeah, now. Yeah. Your investment does well when the thing you took it out against does bad. Exactly. Incredible. You're here for it. That's called an individual win, which we have come to in, <laughs> not reward. <laughs> it's like you got to get yours, man. The government's not going to give it to you. No. Nope. And it's like, well, it's like, will it ever, will it ever become a realized game? You know, it only becomes a realized game when you cash back into the game. Right. I'm not planning to do that anytime soon. And it could only go up. At this point, it's only going to go up. So, this all comes as part of the reason why the U.S. dollars are declining. Is because the next story here, with China and France landing an LNG gas deal. Oh yes. China completes LNG gas trade with Chinese yuan, ending U.S. dollar reliance for energy trades. Oh, baby. Jeez. That's the first Western country to lock in with China. On they literally, yeah. And France. Interesting. Crone's dying out there. He's getting Interesting, he's, yeah. He's uh, Everything's getting lit up. He's like, well, I got to get some type of win out here. Dude, the police backed down and stood with protesters. Did the they? police and firefighters stood with protesters. So it's like. Now what? What do you do now? Where are you going to run? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what is a landmark development? China and France have completed an LNG gas trade using the Chinese yuan, thus ending the reliance on the U.S. dollar for energy trades. Moreover, Reuters reported that the transaction involving 65,000 tons of LNG from the UAE marked the first yuan-settled LNG trade through the Shanghai Petroleum and Natural Gas Exchange. They're coming for our lunch money, man. That is crazy. So they, that was the first oil transaction settled in Juan. Yeah. Jeez. So this is, um, you know, it's important for a few reasons, but mainly for the <laughs> for observable past, the U.S. dollar was the oil reserve currency. of the, That's what it was. It, it was traded and settled in USD. This is huge. This is crippling to the U.S. dollar, which should spark a Canadian's mind and go, that means something for us, too. Our dollar is highly reflective of the U.S. dollar. That's not good. (laughs) That's really not good. Yeah, it's starting to remind me of an interview we did in our early days on the show Mm. with Lance Morlock. Okay. And he did a, you know, wrote a a book called Disaster Proof. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how in 2028, China will overtake the U.S. and become the one, number one superpower in the world. Yes. I think we're on track for that happening. Yeah, getting control of um, the settlement currency for oil is pretty much the one and only step. Especially when, you know, the West is saying that they're like getting rid of oil and they're moving to more green energies. That clearly aren't going to do the same type of work, but uh, but these guys are now moving towards oil. 
and they're going to, they're like, okay, if you guys are going to leave the oil alone, we'll, we'll just take all the oil. Yep. And China and the East will be the number one. Yep. And it's because we, our countries, are run by absolute morons. Shout out Derek Fisher. Dude. <laughs> just kidding. Darren. <laughs> I, uh, to your point about countries being run by morons, man. Did you, you did you see the result of um, all the farmers in, I think it's Poland, right? Is that where they were all striking? All N- the farm Netherlands. Netherlands, I'm sorry. Um, they formed their own government uh, party. Wow. And they won. Pull this up. What? They won. Google Netherlands farmer, farmers, government. Yep, there it is. Dutch farmers protest party scores big election win, shaking up Senate. Wow. A farmers' protest party shook up the political landscape in the Netherlands on Wednesday, emerging as the big winner in provincial elections that determine the makeup of the Senate. Mm-hmm. The BBB or Borberger, I'm not gonna pronounce that party, rode a wave of protest against the government's environmental policies and looked to set to have won more Senate seats than Prime Minister Mark Rutte's Conservative BBD party. And they did. Good for them. Fight the power. A first exit poll projected BBB won 15 of a total of 75 seats in the Senate, which has the power to block legislation agreed in the lower house of parliament with the VVD dropping from 12 to 10 seats. Go for this that. media heroic rise of BBB is a major blow for Roots governing coalition. Gee. Yeah. So the people of the Netherlands can do what we cannot. They came together. They said this is wrong. They formed a governmental party and they won. And this is the one thing is their government was not successful in doing this. Mm-hmm. They tried, but they weren't successful. Their, Trudeau did a good job of this with the convoy. The smear campaign? Yeah. Convoy, like the, he, he murdered the convoy with the smear campaign. Yep. Clearly the Netherlands government wasn't as successful. Or the people there are not easily as... Swayed. Yeah. Impre- imp- impressionable? Yeah. And I would say, I'll be honest, we as a Canadian people are a conquered people and we don't even realize it. We will... Just be okay with getting smacked in the face over and over again. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, okay. That's the way it is here. Yeah, it's just. It, Not for them. No. <laughs> it just amazes me, the, the people that are just willing to get, just to take it. Yeah. And when are we going to, when are we going to stand up, right? Um, people are still too afraid to talk in public about these things. Mm. And I, I'm, I'll call people who listen to our show right now. Who love that we talk about these things, mm-hmm. but they won't talk about it themselves with their their people because mm-hmm. they're afraid of how they're gonna be perceived. Yeah, you're gonna gonna have a country, the values you you value very soon if you keep that up. Stop being a coward, and start talking about these things. And who cares how you're viewed? The game is on, and the, your country's on the line. Your way of life is on the line. T- told them, brother. Told it straight. Text me off. So stop sending me messages in private. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I'll say that much. Stop sending me messages in private saying how you're so glad we're talking about X, Y, and Z things, but you aren't willing to do it yourself. I'm done. Like it just takes me off reading them and annoys me. G. Don't waste my time. You told it. You told it, man. Yeah. So anyways. But true. I get it. I get what you're saying, man. And it's the thing like, you know, we come on here, we do this, we bring issues to light. We obviously talk about what we believe in as well. Sometimes it's on one side, sometimes it's on the other. But ultimately, the end of the day is 
no one pays my bills, boy. <laughs> so I got to think for myself and my family, and I got to think, you know, what's right for us. And, you know, we're allowed to exist in a world where we have differences in opinions. You yeah. know, you know, we absolutely have to exist in a world where we have difference of opinions. Yeah. I think it's vital. You can still share a drink with that person. You can still have a meal with them. Learn from them. Ask them. You don't have to agree with them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, and you don't have to condemn them either. Yeah. So. It's hard though. I get it. It, it, uh, it can be hard. I understand. Like what we do on this show, I think we still look at it as this fun thing we do, but I think there are a group of people who go, wow, I could never do that. Uh, and I don't look at it that way. Cause to me, I'm just, I've, I've always kind of had a big mouth anyway. So I'm just like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I can just talk all night. Well, that's the thing I find interesting about the show in general is we started the show. Just want to talk about business. Just talking about things that we are passionate about, yeah. we enjoy. And it slowly kind of evolved into talking more about more serious political things. Yeah, mainly because the politics get in the way of my business. <laughs> and that's my point, is we never wanted to be in this battle in the first place. We never wanted to talk about these things. Yeah. This wasn't our game. Yeah. We avoided it like the plague. Yeah, But it kept getting worse. Yeah, and we needed to start talking about it and calling it out. Like it was, for me, well, yeah. my, my trigger moment for me, was the, the vax mandates when that came down yeah. that was the first time that was the first time we ever spoke about, about something publicly that was really controversial yeah yeah it was and i was like this this can't happen well i mean you know i mean pretty much everything you and i do is i would say for the most part with conviction and we are also comfortable talking about things that are sometimes hard to talk about so i think it's a good use uh you know of of people's time and our time to talk about things that matter to us because there's someone out there who wants to hear it. Yeah. And, you know, other people who maybe don't talk about it from their point of view, I wish they would because maybe they have an insight that I've never thought of. Maybe they're looking at it through a different lens. You know, maybe they're older than me or maybe they have different lived experiences. Maybe they're not from here but have moved here. But still, I want to know these things. I think I think the more information I have on a topic, the more sound of a, an opinion I can have. So to me, I... I love it. I want to hear. If everyone had a podcast, I would be like, that's sick. That's great. I can hear everyone's opinion. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is it awesome? I is mean, it, to me. That's social media. <laughs> everyone's got an opinion. <laughs> Here's the thing. So, like, for example, I was talking about how if you post a rental listing here. Oh, baby. And you don't turn off the comments. Like, you can get, like, people will go so far as to, like, put death threats on there, which is crazy. But um, people do comment and they express their 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 hatred and disliking of landlords and things like that and of course me on the other end i go oh that that is a little hurtful but i get it you have every right to you know how you have every right and that i think is the beauty of free speech you can absolutely you should be able to say i don't like that i don't like you i don't like what you stand for that's fine it's when they go so far to like threat violence and like that's too far but when people are just having normal dialogue being like this is too much that's not right this is illegal that's a good use. You're pointing out things that are wrong. That's good. Yeah, exactly. And, and sure, yeah, like obviously uh, it was a little heated there. Um, you know, obviously do it is you know, is best for you and what you can do. But like, you know, things are coming to our doorstep that things I never thought I would see in my lifetime. Yeah. You know, we're having conversations about things that I never thought we would have to have conversations about. Yeah. Um, but that was my thing with like, I did find this interesting. It's an interesting stat when it came to the civil war in the States. Mm -hmm. I think 
at the time, I think only 15% of the population supported the war. Mm. Supported um, fighting back against the South. Right. Only, I think it was something like 15%. It doesn't take much. Clearly, the convoy proved that. Yeah. Um, Like, we don't need to have an overwhelming majority. Yeah, you just need, you just need enough because there's a, there's like a middle group of people who just don't care. Yeah. But there's people in my life that I know who just, they are so unbothered on either end of the spectrum. They just don't, they are just, they're, they're doing their own thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's, there's, there, I think on both ends, there's a, a group of people who are, are going back and forth kind of thing. But there is something, you know, a little like in, especially in the capacity that we share our opinions, it's like. Everyone know like how I feel is out there. You know, when we started the show during the pandemic where it's like we weren't really seeing friends anyway. And then you just realize, like, I've done this and I realized, oh, there's people I haven't heard from. And that's fine. They mean, and that, that, you know, you just kind of realize that and you think, well, that's okay too. But that is part, I think, of, of sharing opinions, right? It's much like, yeah, not everyone's going to like them. Yeah. But if they're your opinions, you are you are allowed to have them. You just have to be okay with the consequences too. Totally. And for some people, the consequences are too severe and. Yeah, that's that's individual. You do your own individual analysis. Yeah, and I mean, and don't get me wrong. I have been encouraged by people who have come up to me in public or have messaged me directly to like, you know, share that they're happy with what we're doing. I get it. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. It does encourage me. But I think, yeah, like obviously in a moment of weakness, I'm just like just frustrated by the lack of people that want to who will complain in private about these things, mm. but really won't do anything about it um, yeah. because they're worried about the repercussions or perceived repercussions of it. Yeah, it's true. And it is true. Like the, all the run-ins I've had with fans of the show and like in person, everyone's like, I love, like, love you guys. Love you talking about. That's awesome. It's great. Like you guys are sick. And then they'll always say that. And then there's other times I'll run into people. There's a bagel shop where there are employees who work there and they, they notice me and um, that's all they said. But then, and I, know, I don't know what happened after this, but all I could see was after they noticed me was them talking, looking back at me, snickering, looking at me. And so I thought, well, that's kind of weird. Like maybe they just don't like me, but it just, you know, that can happen, right? They don't have to like my opinion. And then they don't like me. And that is what it is, right? It's okay. Part of the game. But yeah, it is okay. But that does come. There's, yeah, there's a cost of being, you know, open with the people in your life about your opinions. Yeah. And that's where I'm at personally is I like, I'm, I genuinely don't care about the people that don't like me for the sake of, a, of, of an opinion that I know isn't life or death. Right. Yeah. We're not debating. We're not debating. We're, we're for the most part, you and I are debating financial issues. Yeah. Um, the majority of what we talk about on the show is about financial issues because like we said, the reason we talked about politics is it stemmed from the interference in business. Yeah. So mainly the stuff we're talking about today, budget, us dollar, one, <laughs> It's all about money. Um, and really, that's what Trudeau's biggest concern right now is as well, is money. So it's um, it's a money-driven world. And uh, there was a time, you know, when like, like when my grandmother came to the country where you were rewarded for hard work, you were rewarded for being an entrepreneur, you were rewarded for paying your dues and building a life. And now we're seeing a time where you can sort of exist by not working and getting government grants subsidy handouts whatever you want to call it but it's interesting because it's not what i've been taught by you know my elders and my mentors and people that i respect that's not the mentality of those people so to me i look at that and i go that's weird you know 
But I have to remember on the other side, there's people who go, you're weird. <laughs> Hustle culture is stupid. You're stupid for working so hard. All these, right? So there's people on both sides. Totally. I lose sight of that sometimes. Yeah. So I think just kind of move on just to make sure we get back on to the, the tangent, get back on tangent. Yeah. Get uh, off that tangent. Get on to the other tangent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, was again, the issue with the France-China deal is this next article is U.S. general's gut feeling of war with China sparks alarm over predictions. Mm. Even the military in the U.S. know that a conflict with China is impending. A leaked memo from a U.S. Oh. four-star general saying his gut told him the U.S. would be at war with China by 2025 has prompted warnings about the danger of undisciplined predictions of a Taiwan Strait conflict. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. What will a U.S.-China war look like? Will that be fought on American soil or Chinese soil? Or will it be fought like... Apparently Taiwan Strait. Oh, yeah, on Taiwan Strait conflict, yeah. Apparently. Oh. And uh, I'd be but I, I'd be curious, too. The problem is military screwed, or U.S. is screwed, because you're going to end up fighting both Russia and China on both sides of you. Well, who's going who's gonna to help you? I Europe? Know. I know. Macron came and handles his own people. Europe, I, I know. Give dude. me a break. Who's gonna help you, Trudeau and his fancy socks? Yeah, okay. He's only given a million dollars to his freaking military. Get out of my face. Is that how much was in the budget? I'm exaggerating, but uh, it's really, really tiny amounts going to our military. But a bunch is going to Ukraine. It's so give weird. me a break. It's so weird. Who's dude. gonna help the U.S.? I know they got a big budget for military. I know they do. But you're you're on the brink of a civil war in your country. You can't get people on the same page. You're fighting issues about trans issues, fighting issues about pride issues, fighting issues about racial issues. No one can get on the same page about anything. Like the society's been divided up into 25 million different pieces where no one can agree on anything. Where President Xi's got one goal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he's coming to take you out. Yeah. Foreign affairs. Xi Jinping says he's preparing China for war. Straight oh. up March 29th, well, 2023. So. Oh, there's the confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> from, They're from the source. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> Xi Jinping says he's preparing for war at the annual meeting of China's parliament and its top political advisory body in March. Xi wove the theme of war readiness through four separate speeches in one instance, telling his generals to dare to fight. His government also announced 7.2% increase in China's defense budget, which has doubled over the last decade, as well as plans to make the country less dependent on foreign grain imports. And in recent months, Beijing has unveiled new military readiness laws, new air raid shelters in cities across the strait from Taiwan, and new national defense mobilization offices countrywide. So they're just, they're preparing. They're getting ready. Game on. It's hard to not take him serious when it's literally him, him being the president of China <laughs> saying it's going to happen. <laughs> it's all like Donkey Kong, <laughs> yeah, babe. It's hard to, hard to not take him seriously. Exactly. And with that happening, we'll end off with this one TikTok video just to give you an idea of what's coming. Oh, I love it. What I'm about to show you is arguably the biggest story in the world right now, in my opinion, but it's being totally ignored by the mainstream media. So the United States just announced it's getting ready for war with China and Putin at the same time for a very important reason. 
Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian President Vladimir Putin are about to completely alter the international power structure and the monetary system. This is why they're getting ready for war. No other reason. The biggest story in the world happened this week in Moscow, and your mainstream media ignored it. This week, Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin signed 14 different documents in their face-to-face -face meeting. The biggest had to do with trade and currency. It's perhaps the biggest story in the world right now, but again, the U.S. media was obsessed with something else. He could be days away from becoming the first former president to be indicted. Donald Trump is under multiple criminal inquiries. The media wants you distracted from the U.S. banking crisis and the decline of the U.S. dollar. Saudi Arabia and Iran, Sunni and Shiite Muslim, are sworn enemies. They hate each other. And yet China just brokered a peace deal between them. Yes, China did that, not the United States. And then this week, Saudi Arabia openly talking about settling their oil trades in the Chinese currency yuan this would replace the u.s dollar they would replace the petrodollar the u.s dollar that we use as a hammer to sanction any country we like if the u.s doesn't like you and wants to sanction you they can because if you want to oil you'll need to pay with the u.s dollars to settle that transaction imagine if the u.s can't threaten you with dollars anymore all they have left are weapons and there's nothing more dangerous than a person losing power yikes <laughs> yikes it's gonna get ugly, man. Like it's just it's here. Like it it's here. Yeah, man. Like on so many different fronts, it's here. It's crazy. World war, civil war, it's just government come after its people. It's all coming. Someone said I miss COVID at this point. <laughs> <laughs> True. I remember I miss all the TikTok dances from March. <laughs> so easy then, man. Oh my gosh! As a Canadian, I wish we could just Australia ourselves and be a floating lonely island. How <laughs> so, should I invest my twenty three dollars? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So, so yeah, here we are as Canadians. It's a it's a rough climate. It's easy to say stay strong, but you know. For some people, this isn't an issue, right? So for those people, they're like, well, what do I have to stay strong from? And for the people who is, you know, being eaten up by this, you're not crazy. You know, it is, it, it's happening. We get it. Um, you know, but unless you are in the military and have to go fight, you cannot get yourself too bent out of shape over this stuff. Because it's going to happen. We are, you're not the one to stop it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> we're not the ones to stop it. So I think it's important that we talk about it, but, you, you know, you'll die trying to fight this war. <laughs> so it's like you just kind of got to keep the faith at this point, man. Yeah. Stay close to the people you love. Continue to just be a good person. Yeah, do right. You know, do what's right by people you know, you that you feel right by. Yeah. And, uh, and just try to ax all the negativity out of your life as best you can in terms of people bringing that type of energy to your life. And, that, and if that's us, that's fine. Then access out. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Because it's it's wildly freeing. Mm -hmm. You have to you have to you have to align your life completely with what you agree with, um, in terms of what you let into your into your mental. You, ha you have to. Not to say you shouldn't hear other people's opinions, but you cannot surround yourself by things that go against your beliefs every day. Yeah, you can't. And if that's us, that's okay. <laughs> if we're not for you, that's that's only human. Exactly. Be human. So be be sure to, if you are deciding not to access out of your life, be sure to join us Thursday. 
we got another spicy one planned because there's a lot coming down the pipe. Yeah, if you hate us, we won't see you Thursday. Yeah, yeah. This is the last time we hear from you. Oh, yeah. It was nice That's knowing okay. you. It was a pleasure. Yeah. And uh, but those who are sticking around, we will see you Thursday. And so thank you all for what you're doing. Continue to like and subscribe here on YouTube. Please mm. help the homies out. Yeah. We're out here just trying to make a living. <laughs> we're just we're just trying to spread the news, man. Yeah. Don't hate us for it. Exactly. So whatever it is you're doing, whether you be flying to China. Oh, or releasing budgets. Or buying some Bitcoin. Oh, whatever it is you're doing. Wherever you are. We love you. We're out. Peace.